Hey everyone, I'm Fredo. And I'm Benji. And this is Apes on Tape Podcast. Welcome. Hello there, ladies! Welcome back to Hello Apes on Tape Podcast. Hello there. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to talk over you. Bit rusty. Been a while. Been a while. Been it has a while. been sorry a while. No worries. How's it's it going? Been a, it's been a while because you've been busy, constantly ever busy. Constantly ever busy, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I do strive my entire life to not be busy, but somehow I find that, you know, busyness finds me. Mm. Don't know how, but c'est la vie. I was thinking, though, like, if, um, like, how much could I pay you to do the podcast each <laughs> week? Like, would you find time to do it weekly if I paid you, like, a thousand euros a podcast? Yeah, of course. Exactly. There you go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's just down to brass tacks. No longer a labour of love. It's just money. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you if you're going to give me a thousand pounds a week, I don't need to work. I don't need to do any other stuff. The only reason I'm busy is because I need to work for money, for food, etc. But if you take those worries away from me, I'm just going to do a hell of a lot of sitting down. Ah, yeah, well, they, I see you're having a little dig there at me sitting down. I, um, no, all right, I, cool. I, 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 was, I wasn't, I wasn't. <laughs> but, but yeah, sure, let's pretend that was a horrendously aimed disabled joke. <laughs> all right, well, then let's work backwards. Like, you know, if you if you, if you you could do it for a thousand pounds, then what, like, let's work backwards. Would you do it for a hundred? A week? Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. Absolutely, so fifty? Fifty a week. Um, it's definitely debatable, you know. Yeah, <laughs> there I, we I go. Would... Okay, so if you want to sponsor Apes on Tape, it's just a mere fifty pounds a week. <laughs> well, a hundred because we'd have to split it, and I certainly wouldn't do it for twenty-five. Oh no, 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 no! I would do it for free. It's a labour of love for me. I, I don't oh, need to be. You martyr! <laughs> you absolute self-righteous buffoon. Exactly oh. right. So if we can find a way to monetize this podcast, then Benji, we could actually make it a regular weekly thing. You know, for just fifty well. pound a week, who could sponsor a poor child <laughs> like Benji? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, between our listeners, we could have a little chip in. We could have a little chip. Maybe we'll do a buy me a coffee. Yeah, buy me a coffee. I yeah. yeah, I'd love that. I mean, I work in a deli and I get a free coffee. I've had too much already. I'm jittering, but. <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll find a way to spend it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, oh, it's nice to go. see you, man. It's been uh, oh. it's been a while. It's nice to have these chats. We're both looking quite good on the camera. I think I feel like we should uh, we should film it sometime soon. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think we're both looking quite trim. I've been to the barbers recently for a little trimini cricket, which was nice. Mm, Actually, nice, met a really nice, interesting nice. character at the barber shop. His name was Carlo. He was from uh, he was from up north, and he was like, I was like, all right, mate. Uh, Where's Sue's? And he was like, oh, Sue's is away. And I was like, oh, yeah, but I'm going to be honest with you, mate. She really knows how to do my hair. Like, you know, I'm going a bit thin, <laughs> yeah, on, right. thin on top. You know, I don't really, you know. And, and he's just like, <laughs> mate, I've been cutting hair for 40 years, mate. I taught Sue's how to cut hair. I tell you what, if you don't like it, you don't have to pay. And I was just like, oh, yeah, but I, that's still not, that still might be a deal breaker. I don't want a shit I, haircut I, yeah, for I free. I don't want to not like it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But um, he was actually pretty sound, and he gave, and he gave me a, he gave me a great haircut, and I was just like, nice one. Thumb, sorry for sorry for. He was actually a really funny character. He was just like, I knew this girl that went skiing. She broke her leg in two places. She couldn't walk for a year, and I was like, oh, that's relatable. Yeah, whole year. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, he's a funny guy. But yeah, no, he did. He did give me a quite a decent haircut. And you're always, you're also yeah, looking very, very trim there, pal. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I've been, uh, been, been keeping myself nice and healthy, doing my best. Mm. So we should, um, we should probably kick things off how we, how we always do. How or what are you grateful for, my good man? Well, I have to say, on this day today, I'm grateful to see you. It's been a while. It's been so long since we had a video chat. I know we had a lovely chat recently. Um, but to get your undivided attention for just 50 euros mm. a week. <laughs> um, it would, Yeah, it's great, man. I, I mean, yeah, we had a lovely catch up recently, but it's just lovely to see your face, man. I'm grateful to see you and have you in my life again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, back at you. Well, I've never left your life, but that's very, very flattering. Thanks, man. It's a, mm. it's a joy to see you as well. You're looking, looking good, and lots of has been happening to you. I'm excited to like, you know, um, hear what's been going on and and how life is, uh, how life's treating you because uh, it looks like it's doing a good job so far. It's going well, man. Yeah, my my life's pretty good. Uh, I've got some. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't, I didn't mean you could rattle on about yourself right now. It's, <laughs> it's time for me to say what I'm grateful for. Sorry, yeah. What are you grateful for, my good man? God, hold it in for a second, would you? <laughs> um, I am grateful for lots of things at the moment. Life's been uh, life's been rather turbulent for uh, for for reasons that listeners might already know. But um, things are, are finding a new uh, balance, finding a new uh, equilibrium, and it's uh, it's everything's calming down and. So much so that I've had the opportunity to um, skip away to Portugal for a few days and mm. had a very restful, regenerative, and quite honestly thrilling time there. Mm. Um, so it's uh, it's all been it's all been good. So I'm I'm, I'm pretty grateful, you know, uh, acutely for a really wonderful time uh, that I had uh, in Portugal with some friends, and um, more generally and vastly, I'm grateful for um, the way that life seems to be calming down and. Uh, finding a finding a new finding a new level yeah that's awesome man well, i'd love to hear more about your holiday because i saw some amazing pictures online and you sent me some as well um and yeah just what's t- tell me a bit more about it man because it just it looked incredible uh, you told me that you what that you surfed some of the best waves of your life which is such a <laughs> grandiose claim i'd love to hear more uh it is well the thing the thing with surfing the thing that keeps you like back in the water and just not getting out and constantly getting back in is that every day you go in every moment every wave could be the best wave of your life like cuz you, you never know it's not like when you go snowboarding and you happen to like go to a particular part of the mountain and you know this is going to be a really good bit cuz it's been loads of snow and it's a really good line or you know, uh, you know the the best cycle you've ever had because you're going down this particular route, or you know the weather's particularly nice. When you're surfing, it doesn't, it, you know, it's so so variable the ocean, mm. and it doesn't matter where you are in the world or or in the in the sea. You know that right wave could just come along at the perfect time. You could be in the perfect spot, and you could find yourself on this unique temporary moment in life where you're just like stroking the water and you're like oh this will never exist again for anyone else but me i am the chosen one right now that Um, sounds amazing it's it's like gambling just sucks you in uh, yeah exactly you 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 think you're about to go in you've been out for like two three hours and then you're like fuck this i'm going in i've been out here for hours i'm not getting anything and then you just get one you're like oh i'll just get one more yeah you forget you've just like waited two hours for that seven seconds of glory and you're like yeah yeah, yeah, i can get one more um but anyway it was um it was fantastic trip i went to stay with um uh, a couple of friends that we know 
um, Christian and Grace, they own a, a beautiful house out there uh, that they uh, Airbnb. And um, I'm actually going to be moving in with them for the winter, which is very exciting. Mm. But I felt it necessary to um, to pop over for a little visit first. And uh, there's some other friends that were visiting from Australia that I wanted to catch. Unfortunately, did. So it was, it was a very... Um, beautiful and love-filled time with some people that you know I haven't seen for a long time because of COVID and international moving, and it was just it was a very action-packed four four days. Yeah, got there. It looked amazing, man. I saw one of the greatest sunsets I've ever seen as well. It was phenomenal. The sunsets on the west coast are always always incredible as as the sun dips, you know, below the sea. But the colours that came out were absolutely breathtaking like there was such a, an abundance of green i never see green in the sunrise but it was Ooh. it was iridescent it was it was it looked like the the aurora the the, the northern lights mm. um phenomenal i did take some photos I'll, I'll i'll share them with you but yeah it was it was it was just all around all around great i went spear fishing as well no way really that's so cool yeah 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 i know someone who has uh, done a, a long you know Nearly eight years stint as a vegetarian, and even some some dusting of veganism in there. Uh, I'm now uh, now speared and and gutted and and eaten a fish that I that I that I killed. Oh, that's amazing, so, man! It was very exciting. I went spear fishing once, but I wasn't allowed to fire the spear. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. well, I didn't dive down deep enough. He said you can't shoot down because like it will hit the bottom and like bend the yeah. spear. You have to dive down and shoot across. And I just couldn't yeah. hold my breath long enough. And I was just like, oh, I guess I guess I don't get to shoot it then. <laughs> and he was like, no. But he was like one of the. He was like a sponsored spear fisher. He had like the, all the gear, you know, like the. And he could hold his breath for a long time. And I was just like, yeah, no. Nah, you know, I guess I'll just watch you do it then. Oh man, <laughs> I mean, I. I did do that at first. Christian Christian took me out um, uh, along the along the cliff line at first, and the visibility was ho- horrific. It was absolutely awful. There was you know sand kicking up and you know seaweed everywhere. You couldn't see but a foot in front of your face, and I was it was a little bit sketchy. And I found myself you know nearly swimming into a rock several times because it was that blind just where I was swimming. And then I was just like, oh, Christian's pretty nearby. And he's got a spear that he's looking to fire. And I'm like, and I can't see him. So what if he sees a fish that's like, you know, three metres away. And then I happen to be three metres and one foot away and get a spear through my face. And then I suddenly found myself quite panicked about the situation. And um, but and then I just kept like finding Christian and tapping him from behind and being like, I'm right here. Don't, don't, don't shoot me. <laughs> yeah, imagine um, being speared. Yeah, I don't imagine it would be good. It didn't look good for the fish that I got. So yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah, I was a, I was a little bit scared. But then we we got out and um got in another spot and it was it was crystal and uh yeah, I I found a a shoal of mullets and uh, and and got the little bugger. And a then, shoal um, of mullets. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was very exciting. Suppose that's just that's so funny. Odd. I'm just imagining like mullets like the hair just, like, <laughs> just a shoal of them and you're like, "Yes." A little Aussie mallet, get it. Business at the um, front, party yeah. at the big, bam. <laughs> so yeah, I shot it, and then obviously immediately it was like, oh, Christian, I've hurt it, help me, and uh, you know, swam over to Christian, and he did the, he did the dad work, you know, the he took yeah. the responsibility and stabbed it, and and then yeah, we took it back, gutted it, scaled it, and uh, ate it for dinner. 
That's that's delicious, man. Yeah, that that sounds lovely. <laughs> it was delicious. Yeah, yeah. It it speaks to a large like a large like fundamental desire I have to be completely self-sufficient for when you know the apocalypse uh, eventually or you know imminently arrives. It's it's exciting to think that maybe I would be able to build myself a shelter, catch myself some dinner, you know, and uh, you know woo a lovely lady or something like that. <laughs> hey, look at this mullet. Oh. <laughs> That's not a mullet, you're bald Yeah, many a lovely lady have been wooed by a mullet <laughs> Quite possibly, yeah Yeah, that sounds so fun, man That mm, sounds yeah. so good Anything else you want to share about your holiday? Um, oh, it's just wonderful to see uh, see friends um, Grace, is, Grace is pregnant uh, She'll be giving birth in the next month um, Which is very exciting So when I move in, I'll, um, I'm looking to be uh, good old Uncle Benji, and uh, just uh, be yeah, there for buddy. babysitting, and uh, you know, see see how this little 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 nipper uh, enjoys planet Earth. That sounds really lovely, man. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah, I'm excited. Doesn't it indeed? Yeah, that's man. That's so cool. I mean, like Lou is pregnant also, and uh, it's just really lovely to see people just you know new life emerging from people. It's just it's just lovely. Hmm. Mm. But talking about yeah, the apocalypse, no, uh, do you want to yeah. hear some? Do you want to hear so, another uh, another story about uh, about someone bombing? I uh, <laughs> yes. I uh, I did. Uh, I tried my first stand up comedy at Rodos Open Mic Night. Nice. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. how did it go? I, Not well from the from no, the no, sound I, of the word bomb. I bombed really hard, man. I bombed. It was. It was odd because I, I went in with a lot of confidence. Like I've told you some of you some of my jokes that I've got, and I was like, "Oh, the, like you even said at the time, even though we were really high at the time, <laughs> I told you that <laughs> joke." <laughs> but you were like, "Oh, that's such a good joke. You'll there'll be putty in your hands after that. Like that opener is such yeah. a great." And I was like, "Brilliant!" So I like you know wheeled up there, and um, and uh, yeah, it was just it was just funny. So I was like, I had the microphone, and I was like, you know, I told the first joke, and I was like, "Oh." It was just like the collective exhale, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Oh, that was, that no. was the punchline. Stinger. That was the pun- Like that's that was that was my that's best my joke. best material. It's wasted on nothing. And I was like, "It's all downhill from here." Like I would thought, you know, the first laugh would be like, you know, "Oh, this guy's actually really funny." And then I was just like, "Oh, oh. no!" And then you'd get um, away with the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, like just get yeah, ride the coattails of the laughter of that first joke. Um, but oh, yeah, tell no. Me, it was... Tell me, how, tell me how it feels to like you know just release that little you know verbal baby that you've created into the wild and watch it just get like trampled by tumbleweed. Like oh god no, oh. and then you're just stuck up on this platform with everyone like observing your you know vulnerable withering state of like oh, I thought I was funny and I'm getting <laughs> eaten alive. It was horrid. It was absolutely horrid. So I basically. You know, I, I, you know, I, 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 in my head, this is how it was going to be. I'd be like, punchline, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 and then just roll on to the next joke. But I was just like, oh, oh, um, and then oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck, <laughs> and then yeah, yeah, you know yeah. something else, and they were like, uh, and I was just like, yeah, this is not going well. Uh, I've got oh, about another oh, three minutes of material. Um, so yeah, and it was just, oh, it was horrible. It was horror. It was cringeworthy. I felt like I was dying inside. It was like, oh my god, oh, what are you doing? Yeah. But um, 
But it all comes back to... What an to... absolute rite of passage, though. You know, that's, yeah. that's the that's the glory of it. That's the, you know, to, to be in that group that's, you know, suffered that in, indignity, that, that, like, painful, vulnerable cringe is uh, is something that, you know, every comedian has to go through. And, and you know, there's, there's so many comedians that we both love and they talk about bombing all the time, mm. especially on the Joe Rogan podcast. He's, he's always talking about stand up, and um, you can't even you you can't even understand it. You can't believe it when they're like, "Oh yeah," and Dave Chappelle's like, "And I totally bombed," and you're like, "Really? You bombed? Like people love you so much? How how would they ever bomb?" But it happens, and yeah. Uh, yeah so I now I, I have an now when I hear that. But- I have a point of reference. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I know yeah. exactly how it feels. It feels like you just want... I know what you're talking about, Dave. Yeah, just the hole to just, just just disappear into a hole and be like, yeah, no, I wasn't I wasn't trying to make you laugh. It's so funny, though, because like, I feel like I'm a funny guy. Like, well, I, um, When I'm at poker, sometimes I've got some zingers, some like absolute fucking one-liners that just like come off the cuff and people are like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. But when... You know, there's there's a microphone. Make us laugh, funny man. You're like, whoa, yeah. okay. Here's some stuff I've prepared, and then you're like, oh, right, that I that's not funny. Like I, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was horrible. Painful. Horrible. Yeah, I guess it's a vastly different situation. I mean, it, you, you know, you don't need to to bomb on stage to know that it's a vastly different situation to be, you know, vibing off other people and bouncing off little, you know, potentially funny things that people say, like people misspeak and you 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 know extrapolate it and exaggerate it and make it funny but when you're just up there by yourself you've got nothing to to bounce off out of no one to make a fool of but yourself and you know sometimes you can make it funny and sometimes it's not funny and then it's just like oh who's this idiot that's wasting my time how much (laughs) have i paid for this i know it was funny also our good friend alex tarrell was there and you know he's got like a hearty laugh i was just like yes mate tarrell's here his People, <laughs> laughter is infectious. He's on my side. It'll be great. And that cunt, <laughs> he was just like, yeah. And I was like, I went up to him afterwards and I, and, and, and I was talking and, and he, he was laughing like heartily. And I was like, why weren't you laughing when I was up on stage? He's like, well, you just weren't very funny, man. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but like you could have at least, you know, he's like, well, give me know. a break. He's like, well, your punchlines oh, were too funny. transparent. You know, I could see them coming a mile off. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, that's good feedback, uh, I guess. But yeah, yeah, Tarrell's like quite an easy man to make laugh as well. Like he's yeah, he he makes you feel like the funniest man in the world, actually, Tarrell. Yeah, you get you <laughs> apart get a from that laugh. night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, when you're trying to be funny, that's yeah. funny. Our friend Grace, the one that I I stayed with um, in Portugal, she, uh, me and Tarrell have both spoken about it before. How you know anything you say, Grace just laughs at. She just makes you feel great because you just you just like she's always laughing. And you're like that wasn't even joking. She thinks it's funny. <laughs> it's a very it's a very nice feeling to feel like you're you know you're making people laugh. But yeah, in the harsh fluorescent light of Rodos and the the stand up, yeah. you know, open mic. It's a it's a different story. It's a harsh world out there, buddy. It is funny Don't though. I, to, to be to be honest, when I when I left. Um, this was, you know, cause when, when you're in the moment, you're like, oh my God, that's so horrible. Oh my God. But, um, I remembered actually when I left some guy just was just like, oh, Hey, were you the guy telling jokes on stage? And cause he was on the outside, like, and, um, he was like, oh, you were really funny, man. I was like, oh, cheers. Thanks. I was like, obviously I couldn't hear your laughter from, from outside the bar, but, um, but, yeah. <laughs> you're the, useless to me. The small crowd that gathered, uh, did not agree. <laughs> 
Oh, good. To, well, you know, it's the it's the first one's done now. You know, you know, you know how bad it is, but uh, it can't get any worse than that. Otherwise, well, I yeah. guess people could throw stuff. But um, yeah. other than that, it's you know just uh, just keep trying, man. I'm I'm envious of you. It's it's definitely like a craft I'd I'd like to have a go at, and uh, you know. Uh, I mean, I'd certainly like to skip the bit where you bomb and you're rubbish. Um, so, <laughs> sounds like most comedians I hear they they have a, like a approving period of about fifteen to twenty years before they you know get yeah. good and people just laugh at them. And even then, you know, it's no guarantee. So it's uh, it's definitely a long road to um to success when uh, yeah. when you hear the best comedians in the world being like, oh man, I sucked for like fifteen years and then I finally started getting spots and shows and like oh, 15 years of just resting in tumblewind tumblewind yeah, I know. sounds horrendous it was cringeworthy but like it, it all comes back to that dream i had uh, that i was gonna die in a year and i keep re- i keep referencing that because it really like i say it hit me so bad i was just like well if i was gonna die in a year then what like i would regret like not bombing on stage because every experience mm. has got is, mm. is worthy right you know like i'd yeah, yeah, yeah i'd be there on my deathbed being like oh man i wish i'd gone up and done that so i'm like mm. yeah well, congratulations, man! It's a fucking brave thing to do, and uh, well done for doing it. I'm sure, I'm sure you won't regret it. I'm sure it's a valuable experience, whether it, whether it be cringe or not. And uh, you know, keep doing it, man. You you are a funny guy. Um, you make me laugh loads of the time. Uh, sometimes you don't, but you know, <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> oh, it's cool, man. Anyway, uh, have you have you got have you got anything? What what's do you want a tangent away on something? I haven't got anything, um, anything off the off the back of that. I mean, we were talking about Armageddon, uh, self sufficiency. Um, uh, you know, no, cool. No, what have you got? I've got something. I um, basically, I something I've been really grateful for recently is my YouTube channel, and I haven't really been doing mm. that much to like keep um, keep it up to date. But I realised that a lot of my content is like quite evergreen for people who have just been injured. And recently, for some mm. reason, there's like a lot of, or like three or four comments from different people on my really, really early videos talking about like when I was at like desperately depressed, dark times, you know, my suicidal diary entries, like some of my most cringeworthy content um, mm. resonates with, with certain people. And they've been mm. contacting me and said, oh, you know, this is how I feel. Like, I got injured like five months ago. I got injured like a year ago and I feel desperately mm. depressed. And... I don't know. I just feel like it's 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 quite cool to be um, like uh, I, I guess a, I, am I using if, is it too grandiose to you to use the word role model to be like oh hey I was I was there I was desperately depressed mm. I thought being a paraplegic fucking sucked and now I live mm. like a really happy life and I've documented it all online thinking mm. sometimes I think oh what am I doing this for like it's so cringeworthy just stop you know, doing that. And then to have that sort of like validation from people being like, fuck, your story is so inspiring because, you know, I wanted to, you know, one day I wish I could be as, as, as happy, um, you know, like, you know, watching your, as you pretend to be. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really happy. (laughs) No, but it's, it's, it's really lovely, man. And, um, I don't know, like, you know, people struggling with the same dark thoughts and, um, Mm. and just opportunities to help people. And also, um, I've applied to be a mentor um, for Backup oh, yeah. Trust. Yeah. What does that What does that mean? Tell me. Tell me more. What's Backup Trust? Uh, Backup Trust is actually where I met young Beth 
Um, or maybe I. Ooh. <laughs> young um, Beth, is it? We need to talk about Beth. her. Uh, well, may- well, maybe. Um, so, Backup Trust is like a place online where people can go and receive mentorship. It was actually really interesting. When I applied, I saw that there was an email thread, like about literally about three years ago to the date. And it was just like, yeah, I'm struggling with suicidal thoughts. I really feel like I need a mentor. And it was a back and forth. And he was like, yeah, yeah, sweet. Let's have a, let's have a chat. And then there was just like a gap. And I was just like, oh, after that, I went really downhill. I could have really done with like a follow-up um, mm. thing. It was really, but anyway, I wanted to be um, uh, someone who uh, could mentor people because I kind of like have already like there's a few people that I talk to that have contacted me through my YouTube channel that I've like mentored or helped or you know I and I just I don't know I just feel like it's a, it's quite a worthy thing to do you know like I understand where you're coming from you know like I say people with spinal cord injuries sometimes have a real catalyst for connection because you're like oh yeah I, I know what mm. that feels like you know like you I'm not pretending I'm like yeah I, I was there man so <laughs> so it's really cool um yeah, is that can can you can you um, like specify you know how how that unfolds? Like you you go on there and and people specifically you know uh, happen to be looking for someone who has experience in in a spinal cord injury, or what's the how do you how do you get paired with someone? What's the what's the system? That's a really good question. So what they do is they see like they so I had to fill out a form. And like put mm. down lots of different things, and I, um, and th- then they'll pair you with someone similar. So they'll be like, oh, you know, you mm. were sporty before your accident. You're into like extreme mm. sports. You're about this age. Um, we'll pair you, you know, with someone with like a similar level injury. So they probably wouldn't pair me with someone who has a higher up level, like a quadriplegic, because that yeah, wouldn't yeah. be that would like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, so I would. So anyway, I wrote this thing down uh, on my um, on my on my application, which uh, I'm really tempted to read out because it sounds like quite a, yeah, quite read a cool it. thing. Read but like, it's all true, mm. and I was like, "Shit, man, that is like it's like a little personal statement." So yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind reading it, but um, I, I this is I wrote. I was very active before my accident, snowboarding and mountain biking. I also had a very physical job as a chef in a busy kitchen. After my accident, I could no longer do these things and I felt I'd lost my identity along with my abilities. After becoming depressed and suicidal, hitting rock bottom, I somehow turned it around to be a happy guy who accepts his disability and I documented it through vlogs on YouTube, which became popular with others with spinal cord injuries. I now keep active through swimming, biking and lifting weights. I also make art, music and have a podcast too. I meditate every morning and keep a gratitude diary, which has given my mental health an enormous boost since the darker days. I've gone through a rather beautiful separation since my injury. My girlfriend of five years and I have remained close friends, even though we decided we were no longer compatible. I've raised a puppy into a beautifully well-behaved dog from my wheelchair. I've gained a level of independence I never thought possible, living on my own, driving and being self-sufficient. I've even found new romance since my injury, which was something I was so insecure about not that long ago. I have hobbies and interests with my friends. We play games together and I'm very happy these days, quite possibly even happier than before my accident. I think I can set a good example to those new to SCI life of how life is not only worth living, but it's possible to thrive and wheelchair life can even have a lot of unexpected advantages. 
And I thought, nice, fucking right? hell, I haven't lied or exaggerated any anywhere in that. I'm just like, <laughs> that's totally true. And yeah, it sounds, sounds like, good. sounds pretty cool, right? I'm like, yeah, I could definitely sounds be a great, mentor. Man. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it rings very true. It's it's great. Is the is the mentoring program what's it called? Like backup backup trust. Is that right? Backup trust. Yeah. Is that is it just specifically for people who have had spinal cord injuries, or is it for anyone? Could I could I go on there and be like, I'm looking for a mentor to help me, you know, navigate finding a new job no, or something like that? It's for people with spinal cord injuries or people that have got partners who have got spinal cord injuries. So mm. Matt could do it. Um, Kiki could do it. I don't think you would qualify yeah. to do it. But no, no, no. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's interesting. That sounds like a, a great program. You put, we'll put the put the link in the in the podcast. It sounds sounds very helpful. Sounds like a really and is it is it free as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's free. Yeah. Um, yeah. So nice. Well, I hope I hope you get a get a get a nice um, experience from it. I'm sure you'll be a very very helpful person um, to to help navigate people away from. What can be a you know a dark and difficult time? Uh, Absolutely, that sort of that sort of injury. Yeah, well in man, well in. Thank you, thank Good you very days. much, man. Also, uh, on the while we're while we're blowing my own trumpet, um, I've had some unexpected people that have like seen my vids. Um, I saw this dude on Instagram, um, and he was absolutely killing it. Like he was he was like doing the all these like cool wheelchair sports, and and I was like, man, I commented on his stuff. I was like, dude, you killing it like looks great and he was like oh thanks man he's like actually got to thank you because when i was in the hospital i watched all your videos and you really helped me Mm -hmm. out like back and i was like really like i helped you like he's like he's been and i was like wow that's so cool and that's what made me realize that those early Mm. videos are quite evergreen like that i don't need to like keep constantly updating my youtube channel it's like Mm. all those videos can help and 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 I've helped people who I have no idea that mm. I've helped. You know what I mean? Just like this yeah, random yeah, guy. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's just so 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 validating for you and anyone else who's doing the same sort of thing to realise how how much value those sort of things hold. Like the, the the solidarity it offers to people, not just for like spinal cord injuries, but anyone anyone going through a rough time. That you know, there's there's someone else that's going through the same thing, has been through the same thing, and um, you know, as, as soon as we feel someone is is with us in a situation like that it just it just lifts so much pressure and so much you know um simp- um self-pity you know it it, yeah. it 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 has such an ability to lift us out of self-pity when you can see someone you know going through the same thing or something worse and 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 know that there's there's a pathway out of it and even like you say through this program you know you can get a little get a little handhold on the way out sounds great absolutely man absolutely i've had a lot of but, people um, ask I get- Oh, oh yeah, sorry. sorry. Carry on. Well, um, you've mentioned Beth a couple of times, and um, we haven't spoken about her for a while. And uh, you know, uh, I'd like you to stop being quite so mysterious and tell me a little bit more, because uh, you know, one is always excited to hear when um, one's friend has a has a new uh, love interest. Ah, uh, well, the thing is, I I I, <laughs> I I asked her about it, and she said, oh, she's a very private person, and she'd rather not. She'd rather I I didn't speak about it, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I've got. I've got okay, to... well then let's let's speak about you know a hypothetical couple, for example, you know Frank and Betty. Well, how were <laughs> things for Frank and Betty? Perhaps did they oh, do well. any wonderful things? I can imagine Frank was, you know, pretty excited to you know go kayaking, picnicking, <laughs> show off his you know exuberant love making skills, perhaps. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, and I and Be- um, I'm sure Betty is blushing uh, a lot right now. But uh, yeah, I think Frank and Betty had a wonderful time, man. Yeah, it was it was really lovely and um, good for them. And I think Betty might be even coming back in a couple of weeks, which is really nice to see the autumnal leaves of Morzine, which will be... Yeah, sure, sure. I'm sure she's flying thousands of miles to see the autumnal leaves of Morzine. (laughs) It's got nothing to do with Fredo. I mean, Frank, obviously. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, we we can leave it there. We can leave it there. They've got got autumn in England too, you know. Idiot. Oh well, yeah. That's 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 really funny, actually. Uh, that you, that, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, let's 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 uh, let's go back that's to what I was stuff. talking about before. Um, sure, I'm sure, blushing. Sure. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not scared to talk about it. I just. I just. You know, she was like, "Come on, please don't." Then talk why about are you me. so red in the face? <laughs> uh, um, well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. What can I say? It's 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 nice, but um. But yeah, going back to <laughs> going back to um, people with spinal cord injuries uh, that are that are depressed. <laughs> Stop that! <laughs> He's <laughs> yeah, it's a visual gag, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, people with spinal cord injuries uh, that have seen my YouTube videos were talking about. Um, uh, psychedelics, and they were saying, "Oh, you know that you mm. used uh, psych- psychedelics uh, to come out the other side of your uh, dark depression. Like, would you recommend them?" And I can never, like, hand on heart, fully recommend them, even though because it's like everything's personal, and I think, like, mm. you know, you've got to understand like what sort of medication people are on, like, you know, what sort of mindset they're in. You know, you've got I can. Mm. Um, but at the same time, it's really hard not to recommend something that literally saved my life. Um, mm. And I did a uh, ceremony with a friend recently um, and uh, they gave me a testimonial, which I really wanted to read out. But at the same time, I don't, I don't want to encourage irresponsible um, use of, of, of stuff. But, um, but I'd, I'd, also, I'd also really like to read this out. So, um, yeah, I'd love to hear it. No, please, please do. But well, let's let's preface with, you know. You know the, the the general public are uh, are, are idiots, so you can't. Um, you know we're idiots. Everyone's an idiot. You can't be held responsible when someone takes things into their own hands and and uses them ineffectively. Obviously, responsible use is 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 where the value lies, and um, you know it's it's you can you're you know you're perfectly at rights and and safe to be like hey if you use these responsibly and carefully and you know take proper precautions and understand your own you know mental pitfalls etc you know this can be an incredibly helpful drug it's um it's it's like anything anything is is a tool you can you know you can use money to do great things or you can use it to do awful things you can yeah yeah use absolutely yeah oh so i wanted to give an, an appropriate caveat um especially people with spinal cord injuries but people suffering from depression um I don't know, like it's helped me. And um, so I I did one with a friend recently and uh, this is what they said. Um, People are correct when they say language doesn't do a ceremony any justice, but I'll try. Instantly, I felt an overwhelming sense of peace and calm flow through my body. I've never felt that comfortable with myself and it was glorious to ride the wave. I felt like I was losing control of my body, but in the best possible way letting go of any insecurities, worries, thoughts, and fully committing to the experience. 
As I went through Wonderland, I stumbled across parts of myself that I have shut off for years. Deep trauma, relationships and healing all became apparent. It felt incredible to allow myself to release it all, cry it out and finally understand how it all connected. The whole experience was life-changing for me. I felt as though I unlocked many parts of me and I had a hundred therapy sessions in the space of a few hours. It opened my eyes to what's important in my life, what I should focus on and taught me to love myself. It has given me a new sense of perspective and purpose in many facets of my life. I feel energized and inspired to build new habits, continue my healing, work towards my greater purpose and to help others through my lived experience. I'm certainly a convert and can see the power it has to tap into different elements of our psyche that perhaps otherwise might be hidden. So it's pretty powerful, mm. hey? Sounds great. I mean, it sounds like every, you know, on the one hand, it's it's unique and beautiful and poetic. On the other hand, I, I've heard the same thing, you know, written many, many times over from everyone that, you know, um, engages in that sort of experience and, uh, you know, doesn't just maybe take, mushrooms recreationally but actually does it with with intention it's uh it's sort of unavoidable that you uh you know you see you see the world or even the universe or yourself um from that perspective and it's uh yeah it's definitely it's definitely a pretty replicable replica replica can't do it yeah um, yeah simi typical. similar lens <laughs> from um from from everyone's view um and and that's what gives me um you know, a little bit of uh, hope about it um, in that it's quite plausible, I imagine, from someone's sceptical view such as yourself, that, you know, perhaps when, you know, taking psilocybin, you're actually just getting a, you know, a deeper or clearer view of, of yourself. Um, but the the fact that everyone gets something pretty similar um, mm. gives me some, some hope that, that there's actually you know, uh, an intelligence beyond, um, what's in yourself and, uh, you know, that we're, that we're all connected by something, something bigger, something deeper than, uh, than Absolutely, just man. It's, it's nice. And I think that is, uh, while I would say that's like a, like a, like a, a, a typical, um, response, uh, it's certainly one that you, you and I both can vibe with. Like I say, I was mm. during, in the middle of a, uh, in the middle of a, ceremony was when I decided I'm not going to kill myself like and and it, and it was it was it's very odd it was just like you know I've always got the option like it's it's not like <laughs> I'm never going to kill myself it's just like I'm just not going to kill myself now I just I, I just won't yeah. do it like um keep it in the but back it's not, pocket well it, it's kind of weird it does sound a little bit dark but it, you you kind of you only have to des decide to not kill yourself today or next week or like you know a couple mm. of months I'm just going to give myself you know, I, my goal was to like not kill myself until it had been a year since my injury because I heard that like after the first year, everything gets better. Mm. So I was like, well, I've only got to wait till January. And then, mm. you know, if I still feel that way. So, and then that was great. And then like everything started to get better. But, but you know, mm. like I say, if there yeah. was like a nuclear war or like Armageddon or like, you know, I, I'd be mm. like, okay, cool. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I've still, I've still got that option. I don't want to like. That's definitely easier than shooting myself. I mean, where would I get a gun, etc. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, I'm not Putin like. Us, the, my work's done for me. I don't want to be surviving in a nuclear fallout, man. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm like, it, it sounds, it sounds odd me saying that, but I'm like, you know, you've mm. always got that. Especially option. as you're gotta... not allowed to shoot the shoot the spear gun, I'll be fine. <laughs> 
Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about was a uh, segue away from the darkness. Um, uh, swimming. I went swimming the other day and I my Fitbit told me how much I swam. And I didn't realise it was that good, but I spoke with Beth, and she said that was, like, amazing. I mean, sorry, I spoke with someone, you know, Betty. a friend. <laughs> a friend. Um, <laughs> so it said that I'd done 16,025 metres, and I was like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. And it was, like, 65 lengths of the pool. And she was like, fuck, that's incredible. That's so good. Mm. And I was like, is it? She's like, do you do that without stopping? I was like, yeah, I just tread water at the end and try not to touch the edge and then just swim back. She was like, that is so insanely good. And I thought, yeah, maybe it is. I've got, I never really like compare it to anything. I don't have anyone, you know, to compare myself to. But like, mm. I was like, yeah, I guess that I'll, I'll take that. Like, I just, I just swam, you know, like over a kilometre and a half without stopping and, nice. and I'm all right, you know, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Phelps. So, but yeah, I can't do I can't do I can't do spearfishing because I can't go down deep enough. I can't hold my breath long enough. But um, but yeah. Anyway, I just I just thought I'd mention that as a, as a little personal win for me. I didn't know how good it was until um until it was reaffirmed by by someone else, and they were like, yeah. Congratulations, my friend. I remember you you mentioned something to me briefly. I'd like to hear more about it. Actually, you were talking about um. Uh, your disability and how you're you are in, you know in the in the air of self-sufficiency you're always um you know encouraged and enthused by um bits of life that you can navigate through that actually aren't prepared for you as a disabled person that you just manage to adapt to them um and one of them was i think you you had a situation uh, i can't remember but something something to do with swimming in evian or something yeah, yeah, I went, I went down to Evian swimming. I'm glad you brought that up, actually. Yeah, it was really funny. Um, so I went there, and they had this big stair lift, uh, which is like a little platform which you push your wheelchair on, and then it goes, you know, down the stairs. And um, they just couldn't get it to work, and the whole time I was thinking, guys, I could just wheelie down the grass bank um, next mm. to it. It'll be fine. Um, and anyway, they were like, oh, well, really sorry. Like, you know, we can't get this to work. And I was like... Don't worry about it. It's sweet. And then I just started wheeling down this grass bank and they were like, whoa, what are you doing? And like, they're like, and I was like, it's cool, guys. I've got this. It's fine. And I just wheeled crazy down. maverick. <laughs> so I, I, I wheelied down the grass bank and then I got to the pool and then they were like, oh, we're really sorry. But the, the lift that gets you in and out of the pool is also broken. And I was like, don't worry. It's all good. I've got the independent pool transfers down. And I just like <laughs> lobbed myself in the pool, swam like probably for an hour, like 65 lengths or whatever. I wasn't counting. Uh, well, yeah, it wasn't 16,000 to 25 meters, probably something around that. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, yeah, I got out and, and it just makes me feel so good. Like not having to rely on the disability equipment because it just makes me feel like less disabled. And that like, mm. I just love, I just love that. Um, I'm just like, yeah, no lift, sweet. But also at the same time, I'm like torn because I'm like, that would have been a deal breaker for other people. In fact, that would have been a deal breaker for me earlier on this summer, probably. Um, probably mm, not, yeah, but true. like t two years ago, that would have been a deal breaker for me. And and mm. and I know that people should do better, um, but you know what I mean? I'm like, I kind of, and also like, be, like feeling less disabled makes me feel way better about myself mm. but does that make me an ableist because i'm like mm. do you know do you know what i mean like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know exactly mm. because when i yeah, was what... ill 
like when I was ill, you remember I said I was like super ill. I don't know if I spoke about it on the podcast, but I was yeah, very, yeah. very, very ill. Like that made me feel even more disabled because my legs were spazzy. I couldn't, it took me like over a minute just to like get in my wheelchair from my bed because I was wrestling with my with my body that just wasn't cooperating. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the less disabled I feel that like the better it is. But does that make me an ableist? I don't know. Mm. Is ableist a dirty word? That's the that's the question. You know, is I think... it? Uh, you know, I, I, I've got, I've got to say, and I really hope I don't. Well, I don't mind if I offend some people. I offend some people, but like, surely it's it's not, um, it's not wrong to to have some sort of hierarchy of of ableism. Like, it's it's objectively speaking, it is easier to to go through life, you know, fully able than it isn't. It doesn't mean that one is better than the other, but it is better to be one than the other. One one can objectively prefer to have four limbs instead of zero. And, you know, if you if you give it that sort of uh, exaggerated, um, you know, view, it, you, it's very difficult to deny that someone who had no limbs would prefer to have all four limbs. Thus, it, you know, objectively speaking, it is better to, to have that, but it doesn't make you a better person. You know, yeah. that sounds like ableism to me, but it also sounds very, very reasonable. Yeah. I mean, like, if you were on a if you were on a desert island, right, and you were with someone who was, you know, a bit of a dickhead, but he could spearfish or, like, you know, like, <laughs> hunt or, like, you know, make fire. Or you'd be with me who, like, couldn't even go on the beach because, like, oh, my wheelchair doesn't work. You know, like, <laughs> you'd be like, okay, pick pick one of these guys, you know, like, to, to be on the desert mm. island with. But, well, yeah, he's a bit of a dick, but, you know, we're going to survive. Whereas, like, mm. oh, he's lovely. Yeah, yeah. He might make you laugh. <laughs> he might <Yeah>. not. <laughs> why, does, why does the guy with the spearfish have to be a dick? I'm just saying, like, it, like, it doesn't matter, like... You're calling well, you me know, a dick. No, I'm not. I wasn't referring to you. It did seem that way because I said about spearfishing. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you but happen what, uh, to be a wheelchair, and I happen to have a spear. <laughs> no, I didn't and mean this it like one's that. Obviously, a dickhead. What I meant was, like, so He's so Lou, Lou said to me, uh, she really prefers me after my accident because she said I'm a lot more humble and I'm a lot nicer person. Um, but I'm like, yeah, nice. You must have been a massive cunt before then. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was just I was just a normal guy, man. But like now I'm like you know a really nice guy. Um, mm. But niceness, and I'm not saying I'm not worthy. Like in the in the in the in the in the world around me, but like you know who, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, man. But what I'm saying is like mm. able-bodied people. I'm, I'm just. You've lost it. You've lost it. I've lost it. I've lost so, it. All I'm saying yeah. is. Um, don't worry about don't, being ableist. Is what I'm saying. I don't understand ableism, okay. and I, and, well, I don't, neither do I. I, and there's a lot of stuff online. I'm very reluctant to go down this path, but there's uh, there's been a lot of stuff online recently, which is which is sort of like you know ableism and ableist and and sort of pointing mm. fingers at stuff. And uh, I don't really want to make any enemies in the community, especially if I want to become a mentor. You know, like, hey, didn't you say something about that? But there's been a few times online recently where I've seen videos of things that were, I felt like they were sort of blown out of proportion to exaggerate mm. a situation and just so it could be um, viral? construed as, yeah, viral or ableist. Mm, um, make a good video, yeah. 
Um, yeah, well, there is a, there is a lot of virtual vir, vir, virtual virtual virtue signaling from uh, from a lot of different groups. You know, people people are always looking to you know to make a splash at the moment, and uh, you know they're willing to to make that interesting viral video at any cost. It's uh, it's almost as if the content itself doesn't matter anymore. It's um it, you know you you'll fabricate whatever you can in order to uh, to make something that people are gonna you know watch for five seconds before their attention yeah. span immediately runs out. And I think as well, it's not just that um, people cry ableism or cry whatever i think it's the algorithm rewards outrage do you know what i mean mm, like yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like a absolutely. self-fulfilling prophecy it's like oh i posted this mm. video of how um you know i got in the pool um independently and you know it wasn't very popular but then i was like hey this pool should have you know you know and they was like oh mm. well, you know the do you know what i mean like i yeah i, yeah, yeah. I don't really yeah. want to like say out loud the the video that I'm referencing but like yeah, I saw yeah. a video recently where a situation could have been dealt with a lot easier if the person wasn't filming it but helping um mm. should we say and I was like yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus like this this really seems like um yeah an anyway, unnecessary uh, fuss you're making to make a to make a good yeah it's being offended for offended sake it's like you know getting offended at things you don't need to be offended by or getting offended for someone else uh it, you know yeah. it's, it's really it's really not a helpful energy to be to be putting out in the world but you know there you go we um we're all desperate for a little bit of uh, recognition and uh, we'll go at many lengths to get it there's a video i will i do feel comfortable talking about and it was um a lady um She'll remain nameless, but she put Russell Bla Russell Brand on blast for riding a mobility scooter around during one of his live comedy shows, and that was, I think, in my in my opinion, getting offended on behalf of the other person. Like she was mm. saying, like, oh, I ride I ride my um, Batek, which is a uh, wheelchair at attachment, kind of like my bike, but you just you know push and twist, and people are always like. Oh hey, that looks fun. Can I have a go? And she's like, Oh, I wish people wouldn't say that. And and I'm thinking, well, surely, like, instead of trying to get the world to accommodate to you, you should just, you know, like have like a funny quip, like, Oh yeah, sure, like take it for the whole afternoon if I can have your legs. You know what I mean? Like something. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, something yeah. like funny, rather than <laughs> being like deal. people. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But um, so she was saying about how she, you know deals with ableism every day and that Russell Brand set this horrible um, example by taking this guy's mobility scooter but he, he asked, mm. he was like, hey, do you mind if I take your mobility scooter? Yeah, he with was, permission, it's I'm so sure, yeah. much different. It's so much different to taking someone's wheelchair. The guy was sat down <laughs> in a chair. He like wheeled around in the mobility scooter, be like going like freedom and stuff like that. And it's a comedy gig. It's a, it's a, yeah. it, you can't just take a snippet of something that's meant to be really funny and then put someone on blast, be like, hey, and then like, de like demand that he, um, apologize for it and stuff like oh, that and, yeah and then in the comments there's like an echo chamber of like yeah fuck russell brand he's an ableist and i'm like oh god and then <laughs> i stupidly i like wrote the comment i was like the dude with oh, the abilities i know bit. i know i know i get baited into it i'm like waste I'm of like, life at, i'm writing the comment and there's a voice in my head saying what are you doing man just don't just don't write this comment like just, yeah just you should don't, listen to that one don't do it don't do it and i just mm. said I don't think the guy with the mobility scooter is as offended as you are. And mm. I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I got like, 
again, like, I woke up the next day, I was like, oh, shit, I wrote that shit on Instagram yesterday. I hope I don't get told to get in the sea again. And, like, <laughs> yeah, again, yeah, again, because I've done it. I've not, I haven't learned my lesson from the first time. I, I yeah, should just, clearly. like, stay out, stay out of the comment section on social media. Um, so I went and looked, and I was just like, oh, oh, no notifications, that's good. And then she had deleted my comment, and I was like, oh, well, maybe that's for it's the better best. Better than being asked to get in the sea. But I tell you what, what if, like, because I had this little uh, funny thought while I was in the shower. I was like, what if, like, there was a load of, like, get in the sea, fucking ableist, and all that. Like, And then she, and then after that, she decided to delete it to save my blushes. And then I went, I was like, oh, she bloody deleted my comment. <laughs> well, what an arsehole, but actually she was possibly, you know, saving you from a horrendous amount of hurling online abuse. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, that's, 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 a, that's an example of getting offended on on behalf of someone else and anyway um there you go um mm. oh i tell you what hard tangent um guess what i've signed up to do i think you'll be really proud of me i've oh, signed up to do a creative engineering course online mm. what does that involve well are you going to engineer creatively well, I don't know, but it's hosted by none other than Mark Rober. I don't know if you know him. He's a YouTuber, but he's like a former NASA engineer. He helped send like the Mars rover to space. He worked for Apple wow. in their product design. He's like an insanely intelligent guy who's like mechanically, you know, minded. And he's like, mm. oh, you know, I've got this course, you know, like it's 30 days and you get like a peer group and you'll make three creative builds. One's like... Um, a mechanical build. One is like an electronic build with an Arduino kit. Do you know what an Arduino is? No. It's like a little electronic computer thing which you can program. Wow. Um, and then another one which is... And so I'm thrilled to be doing it. I really am. Um, because, uh, yeah, I just feel like um, it's just going to be super exciting. And it's like one of like yeah. my 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 role models and like idols. I'm like this guy. He like makes really, really fun things. And he takes you through like the scientific process of like how he made it. And oh, it's just super cool, man. I'm very, very excited to do oh, it. Incredible. Well, keep uh, keep me and uh, and perhaps the listeners posted with uh, with how it goes. I will do indeed. See what you make. Mm. I will do indeed. Did I tell you I did a test recently about um, like a career thing? No, tell, um, oh, you, yeah, tell me more, tell me more. So I, so I was at the Pole Emploi, and they were really nice. They were, I was just saying, oh, I don't know what I want to do with my, with my, you know, time, or with my, with my job, etc. And they were like, oh, why don't mm. you do a a, 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 a thing on online where you can be like, oh, you know, answer, answer a series of questions, and they'll spit you out some, some career info, you know, some jobs, yeah. and, uh, and, the, and the. It, it was more like a personality test. It was really weird. It's like, do you find yourself getting angry at small things? And I was like, no, I'm pretty, pretty <laughs> chill. I'm a pretty chill guy. Questions like that, yeah. you know. And at the end, it was like, yeah. do you want to see your results? And I was like, of course I want to see my results. And it's just like, see your results for just 19 euros. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I was like, 19 euros? I just wasted 10 minutes of my time filling out your fucking questionnaire. And you're just trying to, like, goad me into fucking... <laughs> paying for it i was like jesus this is awful and then i was like oh, maybe i maybe i do Should go back like, and edit a few of those answers maybe i do yeah but um what was actually really interesting is on this on the similar website i found is i did a couple of um iq tests and short long story short i actually nailed both of them i actually got a hundred percent 
in both tests, and I was like, no, no fucking way. way. I had no idea. And they were like, you're above average intelligence. But if you, if someone was to ask you, are you, you know, where do, where do you think you are? You, I think you always are. Oh, I think I'm a little bit above the average. But apparently <laughs> I'm like way above the average. And I was just like, no way. Whatever. So, it must have been some sort of huge mistake. How can you get 100%? Surely, does that mean your IQ is 100%? You've got 100% IQ. Uh, it, it said it was time, between time related it answers. Was, uh, it's really weird. It says it my IQ is between 133 and 149, and I was like, mm. I don't know what that means, but I googled it, and it was like, yeah, that's good. Which yeah, means good. I'm underachieving, man. I'm underachieving. So How are you um, underachieving? Because I'm not doing anything well, hope- with my life. <laughs> well, you're about to become a creative engineer. That's a good start. A that's a, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. An like, Olympic swimmer. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited to be to do my creative engineering course, and uh, and yeah, and, and use my above average intelligence to uh, to create something wonderful. <laughs> well, I wish you the best of luck in all those endeavors, my good man. Um, Thank you, I'm sir. Gonna, uh, I appreciate it. Going to bring things to a to a calm and collected end now by asking you, have you got a joke for me? What do you call a fish with narcolepsy? A kipper. <laughs> that is good. Nice. <laughs> yes. Yes. You, you know, I'd, I've never actually seen a kipper. I didn't know what a kipper was. And the only reference I have to what a kipper might look like is that scene in Faulty Towers where that um, guest is dead and he ordered kippers and there's kippers everywhere. But I actually have no idea what one looks like. And I've never eaten one. Oh, there you go. I once saw a kipper dressed up with a suit and tie. He looked very uh, sophisticated. That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> I know. I ruined it. I should have just stepped in with the. Ki- I should have kept it with the kipper. And that's why I bombed on stage, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Well, you win some, you lose some, eh? Yeah. Anyway, before you go, uh, ladies and gents, Benji did say he wanted to do a more regular slot on the podcast. So there you go. Fingers crossed. Fingers we crossed, might see man. you sooner than like you know November. <laughs> let's hope so alright well thanks everyone for lending us your ears and uh, lots of love to you across the mic and nice one that's it that's all epic peace and love everyone bye hello friends a little bit of podcast housekeeping Benji and I, we really like to make this podcast a more regular thing. We want to put more effort into the topics that we talk about and the production quality. And if this podcast has given you a bit of a giggle and you feel it's worthy of sharing with a friend and you think they might enjoy it, then please do. That would mean a lot to us. Or you could simply take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. Anything like that. Anyway, uh, check the show notes of how you can contact us if you wanted to give us any sort of feedback. And until next time, love yourselves and each other. Peace.